The White House says President Obama personally called U.S. diplomats in the Middle East this weekend. He reassured them that their safety remains a top priority. The calls follow the killing of U.S. Ambassador Chris Stevens in Libya last week, along with three of his staff. Ambassador Stevens was known as an exceptional diplomat who valued contact with real people. The world's Matthew Bell in Jerusalem spoke with some who worked with the ambassador. 52-year-old Chris Stevens was described as one of the State Department's best Arabists. He served in Egypt, Syria, Saudi Arabia, and here at the U.S. Consulate in Jerusalem from 2002 to 2006. Veteran Palestinian negotiator Saeb Arakat says Stevens was an outstanding diplomat and a good friend. Arakat says he's had a hard time dealing with the news of his death. I was shocked. The first thing I did, I called my wife because she knew him very well. I told her the bad news, and uh, she wanted to know why. I (laughs) said, there is no reason. He was just murdered in an ugly act of terror. Erekat says what made Stevens such a successful diplomat was his ability to listen and learn from people in the Arab world. I sat with Chris hours on hours, speaking nothing but Arabic. He did a brilliant job on himself to improve himself, to get acquainted with our society, to know our culture, to know things. And what was he doing here? Of course, he was visiting his country, but at the same time, he was trying to rebuild Libya. And for this, you get killed. That's despicable act of murder that deserves condemnation, period. Daniel Seidman is an Israeli attorney in Jerusalem who also got to know Chris Stevens closely during his time here. When Seidman heard that an American diplomat had been killed in Benghazi, he worried it was Stevens because his friend was the kind of diplomat who was always pushing the envelope. He had the gravitas and the dignity of the diplomat, but he was not at all formal. He was out there um, during the period that he was here, was the peak of the period of the suicide bombings. He was chafing at the bit. He wanted to be out there and very much uh, felt the restraints imposed by the security. He really wanted to engage people. That came through in Stevens's dispatches, says Michael Ratney. He's the current U.S. Consul General in Jerusalem. Ratney says he learned a lot about how this place works by reading daily diplomatic cables Stevens was sending back to Washington. I would read about meetings that he had in the West Bank, and it was more than just words. You know, you could smell the coffee he was drinking, and you could see the pictures on the wall, and you could feel the furniture that he was in. You had a sense of what what he was doing. You had a sense of who he was talking to. It was a wonderful skill. But how much influence do American diplomats, even the truly brilliant ones, really have when the big decisions are made back in Washington? Our strongest ambassadors in the field gave us policy advice. And we listened to them. Nick Burns is a former diplomat who served Republican and Democratic administrations. He now teaches at Harvard's Kennedy School of Government. Administrations tend to listen to people who make sense, obviously who have informed views, who have a knowledge and expertise that is not matched by anybody else in Washington, particularly in these very difficult countries, say in the Middle East. In the wake of Stevens' killing, Byrne says some in Washington are questioning the need for so many American diplomats stationed across the globe, but that's a mistake. There is no substitute for ambassadors who can speak the language of a culture fluently, who understand the politics and culture and history of a country, and who form the personal relationships with the people and leaders of that country. So diplomacy is very important to us. Security for U.S. diplomats is important as well, Burns adds, but Washington needs more people like Chris Stevens out there doing the tough work of American diplomacy, not fewer. 
For the world, I'm Matthew Bell in Jerusalem.